episode 142. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. Hey, I wanted to thank all you ladies and gents out there for signing up on the Dharmic Evolution Facebook community page. You know, I've been giving some shout-outs to you guys uh, so you can post things about your brand, your career, and share it with uh, not just all of our family of creators out there, but all of our worldwide audience who love to check in on the latest musical talent. So uh, lots of you guys have been listening and taking advantage of this platform. And we want you to pull in some more fans just by posting what you're doing. Hey, we also just launched our first full-length Dharmic Evolution TV broadcast. And you can check it out over on the James O'Connor Agency YouTube channel. It's our very first video episode is up there, DE136. It's Clara Lofaro from New York City. So uh, Clara's just back from a Italy and Russian tour. She's back in New York City. So head over and check out that show. It's up on the YouTube channel right now. And one other thing I would ask you, if you dig in these shows, please leave a review in iTunes for all of us. It's uh, really appreciated and lets people know that the show's being uh, enjoyed. So today we head north to Edmonton, Canada with a young lady who just released her second album and is off to Toronto for a radio tour to let the entire world know about all of her songs and what she's up to. She's also out there making a difference in people's lives, promoting mental health awareness and helping youngsters with the tools and know-how to get help for their situations. So it's time to stack the cool with a new release of Sunday from Shea Esposito. You better strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. We have got some great news for you. There is a brand new musical act out on the airwaves called Mercy. This is something that you have never heard before. It's spiritual. It's the truth unleashed with scripture delivered by Chaplain Christine Mercy, along with drums, guitars, pianos, violins, and vocals from singer-songwriter James Kevin O'Connor. Yes, a little bit of heaven on earth. And just in time, behold, it's the brand new album from Mercy titled, I Am Victorious. Yes, Jesus came, he saw, he talked, he preached, he healed, he suffered unimaginable torture, and not only defeated the evils of Satan, but he won the entire war for the entire world. And as he stated in the song, I'm going home, back to the throne, victorious, it's glorious. I've many rooms in my father's house for all of us, it's glorious. Learn to trust in his name. I Am Victorious, the new album is out now and available on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Just recorded in the Music City on the world-famous Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. Download the album or pick up the actual CD copy of I Am Victorious right now on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. And keep your eyes and ears open for the live performance tour of Mercy coming soon. Featuring Come, Amen, Bless You, I'm Afraid, it is finished. And yes, the title track, I Am Victorious. Available right now. Go to Amazon, iTunes, or CD Baby and download your copy of I Am Victorious today. And keep your eyes and ears open for the new band, Mercy, coming to a venue near you soon. This message is sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. So welcome to the Dharmic Evolution. We got you on the second time. We got you on the <laughs> flip side, girl. Glad <laughs> yeah, you're here. Okay, me too. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah. So, um, where do we start with you? You got you. I can't believe uh, such a young lady, and you're doing all this wonderful uh, work for others. Your humanitarian work and so forth. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? How you got connected to the kind of work, and wh what exactly you're doing with mental health awareness for others around the world? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, long story short. Um, I guess I go around to schools, uh, school board conferences, that kind of thing, and I uh, talk about my own experiences with whoops, <laughs> my own experiences with um, with mental illness, and um, yeah, so I, I share my story and I try to uh, help kids that way. And I kind of got into that a little bit by accident. Um, I was invited to 
one conference and then kind of from then on it just spiraled. <laughs> so what what inspired you to, to to you know take this topic on? It's a very sensitive subject and uh, you know I really have to commend you for your bravery on that. Like what inspired you to do this? Well, I know as a teen I always um suffered with these kind of things and I never really knew who I could turn to, who I could speak to. Um and I guess at that time, you know, it wasn't talked about very much, so I definitely felt like I was I was the odd one out, you know, I was the freak and I wanted to make sure that kids now understand that they're not alone in this and there's always someone they can talk to. Right. That's awesome. Let's kick it off. What do you say with how does it feel? This is Shay Esposito. happened for you that you said, wow, this is really intriguing. I am going to be a musician. Or were you just musical from the time you were a little little girl? Or how, when did it start for you? Um, I was honestly, I was always involved in music. Uh, when I was two years old, I went to my mom and I told her I wanted to go where they teach you to sing. Um, I wanted to be Michael Jackson, pretty really? much. <laughs> no kidding. At I two years old? Yep. Wow. So she put me in lessons when I was three and I was in lessons until I was 15 and I've so I've been singing my whole life right and you you put out an album at 16 years old your first album right yeah wow wow amazing such an accomplishment so when you were growing up and you were getting connected to all this music how did you um you know did you have like uh friends who also played did you get in a band did you sing in choir like how did you you know get to start you know developing your musical chops like where did you go to to kind of help yourself get to where you are now Right. Well, I was, um, 
like I said, it was in lessons. So then like I kind of started doing recitals and things like that. Probably around eight is when I like actually started performing, I think. Right. Um, from then on, I was in, I mean, I was in the choir in high school, vocal jazz, um, small voc ensemble. Um, I was in actually in a progressive metal band for about a year when I was like 15. Really? Um, progressive metal? Yeah. yeah we wow. were terrible. We were, yeah. It wasn't good, <laughs> but we had fun. <laughs> well, that's the main thing. Everybody's terrible when they start out. I mean, that's how you get good. You know, you don't even realize how bad you are sometimes until you look back and you go, wow, I, but at least you did it, you know? Yeah. 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 So the metal time. thing, how did the metal thing happen? Like, what were you, like, what, who were the people you were listening to? Like Scorpions or, you know, what, what was your dogging? What kind of, what kind of songs <laughs> were you listening to? For that band, I guess it was a little more inspired by like, uh, Periphery, um, like Dream Theater, that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and that, that honestly kind of happened by accident. I was looking for someone to join a band with me to do like my stuff. Right. Right. Um, and I ended up meeting this guy that was already in a band looking for a singer. And he's like, why don't you just come out? And I was like, all right, sure. And uh, we became really great friends. And I just, yeah, we worked together for a bit, but it didn't last too long. Yeah. Did you do like, did you do get to perform at any gigs and things like parties or anything like that? Like, did you get to like stretch out a little bit? And We did, uh, we did one show ever. Uh, it was at Avenue Theater back uh -huh. when that was still open. <laughs> Good. Oh, that's, that's yeah. cool. So you got some yeah. memories too. So, so when you, you were doing the, the metal thing, but then your career started to develop into what it is now, like, tell me about some of the influences you had, you know, besides the metal, like when you're growing <laughs> up, that kind of helped you like formulate who you are as a, as a singer and a songwriter now, like who were you listening to? You mentioned Michael Jackson, of course. So that's the top of the heap, but yeah. uh, who else were you listening to? Um, well, I think the biggest uh, I guess inspiration for me vocally would be Haley Williams from Paramore. Okay. Um, I always loved her. I always wanted to sound just like her. Um, so I did a lot of Paramore covers and that kind of stuff. She was, she was a huge one for me. Um, but other than that, I mean, like I, for the music I listened to, like I was a big fan of like the Beatles and Johnny Cash and like that kind of stuff. A lot of the stuff like my dad listened to, you know? Right. Um, so, but I guess musically, oh, okay. So lyrically, my biggest inspiration is this band called, uh, called La Dispute. And La it's Dispute. Yeah. Okay. It's basically uh, just poetry read over music. Um, and it's beautiful. So for me, that really, I guess, inspired me to write my music in a more poetic way. Right. Less, less than like a typical song structure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where are they from, La Dispute? Are they, um, are they from um, Canada? They sound like they're from Mexico. La Dispute. <laughs> they're, from, they're from the States. <laughs> Are they? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll have to check them out. I hadn't heard of them. And it's the yeah. spoken word over music. Pretty much, yeah. yeah That's pretty what cool. most of it is. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I think it's time for us to check out another one. How about we play Sunday? <laughs> Here we go. Oh 
Sunday. What a great song. I love that. Yeah, yeah I, was, I love the upper range you do there. And uh, tell us about this song. This is a really, really good song. Is, sure, you know, yeah. Why did you write this and what is it all about, Sunday? Well, it's actually, um, so I was in this relationship and this, uh, this guy wanted me to write him a love song. He's always asking me to write him a song. And I just, for some reason, I couldn't do it. Like I just couldn't put it into words. Um, so I actually wrote this song the day we broke up, um, as kind of a backwards kind of screw you. <laughs> That's funny. The day you wrote the song was the day you broke up. That's a first. Uh, All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he had a sense of humor about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> As he heard it, do you know? He must I have, have no idea. He must have heard it. He must be watching, you know, following the trail around. What's Shay <laughs> up to these days? So, so tell tell us about the sentiment behind it. So, you know, because we were talking about, so I didn't hear all the lyrics, but what I heard was really great. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was a it was a mix of, uh, you know, still, like you know, I love you and I care about you, but I know that you're not right for me. If that yeah. makes sense, right? Yeah. Of course, it always makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> we all go through those, right? Everybody's been through a few of those, so. Yeah. 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 So tell us a little bit about your production and how you put your music together. Like what's your what's your um you know, what's your go-to philosophy or or um, you know, your your regimen if you will. Like when you got a song and you say, "I like this. This is this is where this is going to go." How do you craft your music? Do you sit at a piano or guitar? Or what do you do to to get the basic for, formation together of the song? Right. So the way I write is, um, most of my lyrics come from poems first. Um, and then I kind of like put these melodies to them and these rhythms and everything like that. And then I actually just take that just lyrics and melody right to my producer. Um, and then we kind of work out the rest together, like bounce ideas off each other. Um, the, I guess the instrumental side of things is not as much my forte. So (laughs) he, he helps me out a lot with that. Yeah. Great, that's what you need, you know. And who and who's your producer? His name is Trey Mills. His company is called Unbound by Sound. He's based in Calgary. Unbound by Sound. That's a cool name. Unbound yeah. by Sound. I gotta <laughs> write that one down. You better you better talk to him about writing a song called that. <laughs> Unbound <laughs> by Sound. I love that. Good one, yeah. So, yeah. So when you guys get together and you've got your ideas. Like, what do you guys do? Does he sit at a piano and you with a guitar? You sit with a legal pad? Or, like, how does it, how would a typical writing session for, for you to convey your ideas to him go? Or, or a pre, I guess that would be a um, pre production meeting. Like, how would that mm-hmm. go? So, I guess we kind of um, we sit down together. He's at a piano and uh, I, I kind of sing him what I have, the melody I have. And he kind of goes along with me and works out, you know, the key and what the melody is on the piano and stuff like that. And then, um, we start building behind it from there. Um, so I actually don't, I don't play an instrument very well. Right. <laughs> I don't okay. play any very well. Right. Um, so that's, that's all him. But yeah, we just kind of, just kind of mess around together until we find something that sounds nice. And then we just kind of run with that. She went to mom at two and said, I want to sing. Then a progressive metal band. What a way to start. And Haley Williams from Paramore and La Dispute. Right back to the interview with Shay after these words. Are you a singer, songwriter, artist, or author? Are you in need of a platform for your career? Well, the James O'Connor Agency is in the business of helping you broadcast your global career. If you are needing to expand your presence in a big way, such as having your music and your voice heard around the world, well, look no further. We have the platforms here to help you catapult your career like no one else can. Your artistry can be featured around the world on the James O'Connor Agency YouTube channel. Here at the James O'Connor Agency, we can expand your global career by being a featured guest on Dharmic Evolution for singer-songwriters and everyone in the entertainment industry. Or the James O'Connor Show, designed for authors, speakers, and thought leaders. Both shows are international radio, TV shows, and podcasts. Go to thejamesoconnoragency.com and find out what we can do for your global career right now.
Awesome. I want to talk a little bit about, just tell people what you've done here in, um, in your very short but very productive career so far. So, um, you know, while you're working on your craft, your songwriting has already received international recognition, appearing as a finalist in the UK songwriting competition several times. You were also um, named top five in the Slate's music, It's Your Shot for Canadian talent. And you've received several nominations for the Edmonton Music Awards. So um, you're a busy girl. You got a lot of things going on here. Um, what is your what is your upcoming goal for like the rest of this year? Um, do you have plans like to try to push this out and do some kind of um, some kind of tour or anything with your music? Or what is the ultimate goal for you? Right now we have uh, well, first things first, we kind of have a CD release uh, concert planned out, so we're gonna you know be doing that and stuff like that. But great, uh, where's that gonna happen? Uh, that's happening at the uh, the Needle Vinyl Tavern probably in Edmonton. It's, okay. It's not like a, it's not a set date yet, but right. that's kind of tentative. So that's um, the formal record release that you're planning. Yeah, exactly. Oh, great. Great. Um, okay. So other than that, we're actually, um, we're working with a radio tracker right now. So I'm doing a radio tour. Um, at the end of May, I'm going down to Toronto for a sh- like a three day little radio tour there. Right. Um, after that, we'll be hitting other provinces, you know, trying to push it really hard. So we're really trying to pitch this to radio. Great, great. Do you have people helping you, Shay? Or are you doing most of this on your own? Do you have anybody like, as far as uh, managerial or publicist or anything like that? Well, I do. I do have a lot of help, if, even from from Trey, my producer. He helps me out a lot. Um, great. Gives me a, a lot of advice. He's really got my back. Um, and then, like I said, yeah, we're working with a radio tracker. His name's Oscar. Um, and then my my mom actually helps me out a lot too. I know. Right. Maybe yeah. it sounds. The mummager thing kind of sounds cheesy, but it's so true. She she does so much for me. Um, She's awesome. We talked a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, your mom's great. Yeah, no, yeah. she she helps me out a lot. She's making phone calls for me, managing like all my expenses, my budget, everything like that all the time. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. You know, it's time. I think we're going to play your video now. What do you say? Let me down. All right.
starting to forget. Great video. I love the synth in there. So tell us, uh, what was the story behind that one, Shay? Uh, to be honest, uh, this one was also kind of a little bit of a classic breakup song. I wrote most of this album right after that breakup. I had a feeling because I kept saying, so, starting to forget. I said, this sounds very, very familiar. There's something going on here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this did it, did it help? Did it help writing that? It did. It honestly, it really did. This yeah. one, I guess, was a little bit more about um, kind of how I let things like personally affect, you know, the person that I was. Right. So it was uh, definitely a little bit of a therapy album. <laughs> yeah. It seems like that cathartic um, exercise always helps everybody, you know, like when you write it, you vent out a lot of things and you just feel better about it. You know, you just deal with, a, you know, maybe the pain of it or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Just the exactly. song seems to help, you know, seems to help do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, tell me about, uh, let's talk a little bit more about the gigging situation. You mentioned Ed Edmonton starting to come up. Um, as more of a place that's hot for gigging, a lot of, you know, places to play. Like what would be like the typical experience? Is it coffee houses? Is it, um, is it theaters? It, you know, like what kind of places are like available up there to do gigs, like open mics, like a little bit of everything. What, what, what's the story there? There is, um, there's a ton of open mics, uh, cafes and pubs and stuff like that, that are starting to pop up. Um, right. A lot of places are actually bringing that in. It was a little bit harder to find, you know, in the past couple of years, but it's, it's picking up a lot. Um, we've also got a couple really great, like smaller venues, um, like Mercury Room, for example, um, even The Needle, uh, like they're great, great venues um, that do have, you know, some bigger bands playing, but they're also really good for the more local stuff. Um, so we've just got like, we've got so many options opening up that we haven't had before. So it's, it's really great to see like the music scene growing so much in Edmonton. Yeah, for sure. And, and like I said to you earlier, having the Canadians on this show, I love having the Canadians and you guys are starting to stack the cool more and more, man. It's like I'm getting more uh, Canadians than, than ever before. Hey, I, wanted, <laughs> <We're catching up. laughs> I know it is. It's, and it's great. I love having people from other countries. I mean, we have a lot of people from, uh, London on this show and um, even in South Africa. And uh, we just had our first Norway guests on um, Oslo, Norway a couple of weeks ago. So it's, it's really cool that, you know, we're getting around the world and hearing everybody's stories. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your first album, Annie. Um, when you, you released this, you know, this was your first, first album that you released. Um, what was it like knowing that you were going to put out an album and being such a young lady, uh, was it really, really exciting for you? Like, were you really pumped up for this, this, you know, this milestone in your life? Yeah, I was so excited. Honestly, it didn't even, it didn't feel real at the time. Like as I'm going through it, I'm like, you know, this isn't a professional album. This isn't, it's just, I'm nobody. It's just me, whatever. Right. Right. <laughs> and then I put it out and suddenly like all my friends are listening to it. And like, I, all of my friends have my CD and they keep it in their car, you know, and they actually listen to it regularly. And it just like, it blew my mind. It was like the most, the most exciting thing that I've, you know, that I've gone through so far in my life. It was really, it was really amazing. Yeah. When did you get the idea that, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to make a CD. I'm going to make an album. Like, did it, it, did it just pop into your head one day or like, you know, you just had an epiphany, like all of a sudden I'm supposed to do this. How did that like occur for you? Honestly, I didn't even really believe that I would get to. Um, I'd written a couple songs that I was really excited about. Um, and then my producer and my mom, when, you know, all these people are like, apply for grants, you know, get some funding. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, why not? But I did, definitely didn't expect to win. Uh, so when I did win, it was just, it was like a shock. I was like, oh, I'm actually, I'm actually going to do this. Like, this is, this is nuts. <laughs> oh, so you, so I, I missed that part. So you actually won like an award or something to fund your album. Is that how that worked? Yeah, I won the uh, Ralco Radio grant for it was ten thousand dollars for my wow, first album. Wow, awesome! Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. So, so you you just submitted your songs and they said, okay, we we know this girl's means business. We want to get together with her and award her this. So that's how that all put, came together. Pretty much, yeah. Wow. It's a it's a lengthy grant application process, but right. pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and then how did you get hooked up with like who produced it? Did they help you select a producer or like how did that all work? 
Uh, Trey actually produced that one as well. Oh, he did. I've been oh, great. Working with him for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, that's yeah. good. It's like family, yeah. you know. Exactly. We're growing together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me, what do you like to do up in Edmonton when you're not writing songs and like, what's a fun thing for you to do when you're chilling? You're not doing music. You just want to do something for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um. Actually, I, I write a lot. I, I don't know. That doesn't really have anything to do with Edmonton, but right. I, um, I do write a lot of poetry. I'm working on a novel. Um, so honestly, any spare time that I have, that's just me. I'm still writing. <laughs> right. Um, other than that, I mean, like I, I go to a lot of local shows. Um, I just really like to be actually a part of the music community. You know, like I'm not just a singer. I want to be more involved than that. So be that's, deep into it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us, about your, <laughs> tell us about your novel. Like, what's the story on that? What are you writing about? What's the novel going to be about? Well, a uh, very long story short, I'm writing kind of in a medieval uh, but female supremacist society. Um, it's a revolution kind of story, revolutionary. Like, yeah, I, honestly, I, I, I don't talk about it too often. It's a little weird to get into, but... No, it sounds fascinating. So... Uh, so you you probably would have loved to live in like the what seventh century, eighth century. 100%. <laughs> I just got that feeling. I, yeah, I just really uh, I really love fantasy novels, that kind of stuff. Like that's what I that's what I've always connected to. So right. So mm-hmm. so what do you read? Like who do you who do you read that that not that I know you know a whole lot about that subject, but um, like favorite author in that genre. My favorite author is uh, Mark Lawrence. He oh. wrote a trilogy called The Broken Empire. Okay. And it is, honestly, it's the best book I've ever read in my life. Really? By far my favorite. So this this has to have some influence on your songwriting. Absolutely. Like, There's actually um, my one of my songs called Should Have on, on my album Sunday um, was completely inspired by his first novel. Um, I actually just kind of there was one line and the line was, I'm not given to should haves. Um, I took that right out of the book and I wrote this song about it, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Awesome. It's amazing. When you get your teeth into something, you really, that really resonates with you. It always bleeds into your songwriting, which I think is such a good thing. You know, it's mm-hmm. just really, it makes your songwriting even deeper. And you also had, um, I want to just mention here that you were a finalist in the UK songwriting uh, competition and international songwriting comp, um, and that, I, I think that's from from the Sunday album, right? Um, and then you had you have radio play in Russia. How did you do that? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That was um, that was a weird one. Honestly, that was a little by chance, I guess. But um, we did a remix competition for the song "How Does It Feel," right? And uh, one of the winners, um, uh, he goes by Can Coyotes, I believe it was just Coyotes. Okay, yeah, Coyotes, yeah. Coyotes, yeah. Um, <laughs> He, he did um, one of his, sorry, the remix he did was one of the winners. It was an incredible remix and he's from Russia. So um, I guess just from that, like it just kind of started building up steam like that. It was, uh, honestly, I couldn't even tell you, it just like snowballed, you know, it was, it was right. really cool. Yeah. That's amazing to be, you know, to get airplay over there. I mean, I always, um, I t- I've talked about this on the show before, how, other countries, you know, love American music and vice versa. I mean, we seem to to appreciate things that come from Europe just as well, you know. And that's mm-hmm. been going yeah. on for decades, you know, as far back as, you know, the Beatles listening to all the 50s. Like, they were, McCartney was listening to Little Richard and, and people like that, you know. And um, and then it gets resynthesized and then shipped back over here. And then we have yeah. a whole new appreciation for it. And it still goes on, you know, which is, which is great why music is so universal. And uh, I think it's time to play another one. What do you say, Shay? Too young? Sounds yeah. good to me. Here we go. that I write and I'll find you back home every morning light because we die and we are born anew and I see you ignite colors in the sky and I feel you with me every passing night 
Touching song. Would you share with us what that is? Really beautiful, beautiful song, Shay. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, I, so I wrote that song about three young boys um, in my life that were really close to my family that passed away um, over 2016. Um, yeah, so I guess real quick, the, the first one was uh, one of my sister's closest friends. Um, you know, he babysat me when we were kids. He was really, really close with the family. He, he died very suddenly. Um, and the second one was one of my closest friends, her brother. Um, I passed away from suicide. Um, so I started writing these song, this song, um, kind of along that span with the two of them, right. but I just couldn't, I couldn't seem to finish it. You know, like I couldn't seem to do it justice. I was having a hard time, but I knew I wanted to write something. Right. Um, and then January of last year, um, the, a really good friend of mine from high school passed away in a car accident. And honestly, it was like, he finished the song for me. Like that was all, you know? Wow. Wow. That's a lot of tragedy to absorb all in one short year. That's really, really horrible, but um, it's so good that you wrote the song. Beautiful, beautiful song. Um, and did, did this also trigger your, um, your efforts to go around and do your, you know, your special work, your humanitarian work, as far as, you know, helping people out of situations where they're stuck. Yeah, honestly, um, it's made a really big impact on, on a lot of that stuff, even just like, you know, my everyday personal life, because it really makes you realize, you know, that like life, life is short, like you never really know, you know, so you, you have to make every day count, you know, you can't let these little things, you know, take up so much of your time when you never really know how much you have. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and and also with you getting out there and speaking, you know, as, you know, somebody in these schools and, you know, you're a peer of them and it's it's really got to be so valuable for, for somebody to step up and have these, what would normally be a very unpleasant conversation, but to say, listen, it's okay to start talking about these things because how else are you going to have a litmus for how do we get past it or how do we make ourselves healthier, you know? Exactly. And I have, um, I'm in a really good, I guess, spot right now because I am only a couple years older than those high school kids, you know? So we, we connect a lot easier because I, I can go to them and say, Hey, it gets better. And I'm only 19. So they believe that it's going to get better soon, you know, right. as opposed to somebody that's a little older telling them, Hey, it gets better, but you have to wait this long. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. You give them a lot of hope by doing that for sure. Hey, let me ask you about social media. What are your favorite jams? Like, what do you do on social media? Where do you spend most of your time? Um, 
if at all, uh, and what platforms <laughs> do you like? I mean, there's no no getting around it anymore, right? Mm-hmm, so yeah. w- which ones do you like and uh, and I find am, yourself on? I am all over Instagram and Snapchat. Okay. Um, those ones are those ones are the easiest for me. I'm not. I don't know why. They're just those ones come naturally. I'm okay. Like I I'm on Facebook a lot too, um, but not as much. Right. And then tw- Twitter, for example, I just like can't wrap my head around Twitter. Like I just don't get it. Yeah, I'm I'm never on Twitter. Like I just don't understand the whole premise. <laughs> yeah, I'm with so, you on that one. I have people helping me with that, but I I don't ever seem to go on there. You know, but I do like Instagram simply because. Um, I can connect with people like you, like-minded people, like people who are actual creators, singers, songwriters, musicians. Instagram seems to be like the place for that, you know, uh, more yeah, so exactly. I think than any any other platforms, and and Facebook of course too. But Instagram mm-hmm. seems to have the lion's share of, of musical people on it. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So as we're, as we're starting to wind down, what are you looking out and seeing on the horizon for the rest of this year? Um, you got this brand new album out. You got your 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 freshman album out. Um, so now you've got two albums out. And what do you see going on for the rest of the year? You're doing this radio tour. What are you most excited about looking out towards the end of this year? Honestly, I'm I'm very very excited for this radio tour. That is goal number one. We're pushing this so hard to radio. Um, and that's honestly, that's, I think, going to be the biggest part of the rest of my year. It's just like pushing this song so hard. <laughs> right, right. Excellent. And and I really love your music. And I think you're on to something really, really great, Shay. Um, why don't you give us your best place to for people to find you, all of our audience, for them to find all out all about Shay Esposito and where we can go. Can we go to your website? Yeah, absolutely. My website is shayesposito.com. Uh, everything's on there, all my social media, everything like that. That's so easy. And we'll put, pick up all your show notes and put them in there for all the links for people to connect to you on all the socials um, as well. And okay. Shay, thank you so much for being a part of the Dharmic Evolution. It was great to finally hook up with you, meet you, share your stories with us and your music. And I uh, just want to say um, all the best wishes and congratulations on your career. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Do you ever wonder why you were created and what you're here to do? then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Want to Be Loved, State of Grace, and Ride On. James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer, entertainment agent, TV star and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. Buy Geography of the Soul today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, JamesKevinO'Connor.com, Geography of the Soul, a beautiful CD that you need to own today by James Kevin O'Connor. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. How does it feel? Sunday, let me down and too young. Shay is off to a fabulous start with her career and her interview is up on the Dharmic Evolution website and is now being downloaded and listened to in countries all around the world. And we're just getting things cranked up because we're now being downloaded in Nigeria, of all places. Every week it's a new surprise. Hey, you should head over to our uh, new website, the James O'Connor Agency. If you have not visited this site yet, you gotta check it out. Lots of artists around the world are starting to check in and take advantage of all the things this agency is offering them, an international talent agency designed to broadcast your global career. Hey, no matter where you are in your career, we have got your back. Stop by and visit the site. Find out about all of the awesome packages we have designed and developed for you. Hey, do you need funding for your next album project? Well, go to the jamesoconneragency.com. Find out what we do for singer-songwriters, musical artists, as well as authors, speakers, and thought leaders. 
We also want to encourage you to visit dharmicevolution.com. Check out your show and blog profile right now. If you've been on this show, you are now on the site. Shay is now on the site, and people from around the world are logging in to see and hear all about Shay Esposito, her artistry, and her music. That's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you on TV. You say you like my humor, my passion and intellect, positive social grace and confidence. Communicate like a five-star general with grand command And the way you look at me Hey darling, I'm in demand You told me that you just read my book I asked, what's it called? Let's have a look You laughed and you said It's not your heart that's up for play today So I stood up straight and turned 51 shades of gray One shot.